You're listening to the Right Ordered Life Podcast, episode number one. I had to learn how to be happy in my life the hard way. And on this episode, I'm helping you save time, energy, and heartache with this simple formula to design a happy life you're excited to wake up to each day. I'm Stacy Santiago, and I'm here because I see you. If you're hearing my voice right now, chances are you're disappointed, grumpy, and honestly sick and tired of not having the time and energy to do it all. Here's the deal. I know that most days it feels too hard to be a good mom who successfully keeps her family and job going. It's normal to feel this way. I've been exactly where you are. As a board certified coach and licensed professional counselor, I've helped hundreds of clients connect with God, be happy at home, and do meaningful work without running out of time or energy. When you tune in each week, you're going to learn proven tools to live a right ordered life of faith, family, and purpose that you want to wake up to each day. A few years ago, my life looked beautiful from the outside. I had, quote, everything, a successful business, healthy family, a new house, kids in private school, a daily prayer and exercise routine, even a home assistant. But I wasn't very joyful or at peace. My emotions were volatile in reaction to the challenge or fear of the day. My family didn't know which mommy they were going to get, the calm and happy one or the short-tempered busy one. At the time, I didn't understand why I was edgy, tired, and dissatisfied. I just chalked it up to being busy. I really was the inside of the jar, unable to read the outside label. Have you ever felt that way? I remember thinking if I just keep checking the boxes for money, success, productivity, I would be happy. That joy never came. Instead, I imploded. I walked away from my 10-year business, worked for three months with a coach to create a new offer and then burned that one. I spent a ridiculous amount of money trying to find the solution for peace. When weaving in and out of these training programs and taking time off, I had to transform through uncertainty in the refiner's fire before finally figuring out the simple formula for the joy, peace, and freedom I wanted all along. My friend, no one ever has it right or all together. I've been on the wrong path so many times. Thanks to God's promise in Romans 8, 28, all things work together for the good of those who love God. Thanks to that, I'm here with you today. And I want you to know you're not alone and that there is a way to connect with God, be happy at home, and do meaningful work. And it starts with this truth. You don't have to do all the things and overwork yourself to be happy and enjoy your life, to feel accomplished and fulfilled. Bottom line, the only reason we want anything is because of how we think it will make us feel. As hardworking career mamas, we want to feel happy, accomplished, like we're succeeding as a mom, wife, and leader at work. We want peace, a lightness, and an energy that helps us feel joy each day. Yet so much of what we experience in our daily lives doesn't produce the feelings we want. Instead, most of the time we're tired, disappointed, worried, stressed, and trapped on the hamster wheel. So what does produce the feelings we want to have? Living the right ordered life a three-part framework of faith, 
family, and purpose that helps us design our life and honor clear priorities. And you might be thinking, well, Stacy, if the right order life is so clear, why are so many of us not living according to it? Great question. To shed some light on this, I'm going to walk you through a big mistake I made. A few years ago, I got trapped in street view. Street view is when you can only see tangible life right in front of you. You're not accessing the 30,000 foot view that keeps your eyes on love, heaven, and all that God is capable of. I was stuck at street level, a limited, narrow perspective of getting daily tasks done. I was living out of order with work and my business as number one. I thought I was doing a good thing but didn't realize that my unhealed root wounds that sprouted pride, self-reliance, and worldly desires were driving my life and causing drama. How did this play out? Well, let me give you some examples. I would have the time fight. You probably know that one. I'd have the time fight with my husband almost daily. He wanted to know how long was work going to take? When would I be done with work? And so I would tell him 6.30 knowing it was a lie. I couldn't stick to a stop time. Can you relate to staying holed up in your office to work late and apologize when you're done hoping your husband isn't too mad at you for leaving him with the kids? I would pass out on the couch for a nap or even go to bed for the night at 7 p.m. without having any quality time with the kids. And I have memories of feeling so much resentment, having to clean up the dishes and the toys and do all the chores, get the kids ready for school the next day, thinking, nobody helps me. I have to do everything. I was mentally, physically, and emotionally vested more in my work than faith or family. Why? I got sucked into the destination addiction. That's when you tell yourself, when I have blank, I'll be happy. Have you ever felt that way? Maybe you told yourself you'd be happy when you have the new house or the promotion or when you lose 20 pounds or have a certain amount of money in savings. Yep, I'm sure you've been there and you're not alone. But here's something we have to realize, and not just today, but remind ourselves over and over again. Things and circumstances do not make you feel something. Having or achieving things does not produce your emotions. I know it's confusing because primitive brain makes you chase fleeting pleasures like food, TV, social media, and it tells you these things will make you feel good. But here's the takeaway, and I really want you to get this. No thing of this world, not even a person, will make you feel happy. Our thoughts are what create emotion. And beyond our power to choose our thoughts, only God can give us the depth of peace, joy, and fullness of life our souls are made for. In John chapter 10, verse 10, Jesus says, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Psalm 1611 says, You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. You may not realize that you've been living out of right order. Sometimes it's obvious because you're overwhelmed, you're exhausted with work, kids, and taking care of the home. Mama's got no patience. But other times it's subtle, like having this feeling that something is missing, that there's got to be more than this. Living out of right order is like pedaling on a bike, thinking you're working hard, you're making progress, and if you just keep going, you'll get to the destination of happiness. But 
If you took the time to stop, get off the bike and get into the car, you could program the GPS, which is the right ordered life in this analogy, and get to the destination of joy way faster. I want you to know that if you've been living out of order, if you've been struggling to connect with God, be happy at home and do meaningful work, it's not your fault. We are completely soaked in a culture that tells us, get more stuff, do more things, make more money, be more successful, look prettier and keep up with your neighbor. Because if you don't, you're lazy and of little value. And if you don't keep up, people will think you're a failure, not good enough, and that you can't handle life. Because of our exposure to worldly messages like this, we believe we have to live a certain lifestyle, look beautiful and be happy on Facebook, look smart and be admired at work. Oh, and we have to meet everybody's expectations. And by the way, carry the whole world on our shoulders. So we get disordered and we strive to meet expectations, earn our worth, be validated and have all the stuff. When we're in this kind of place, we're not intentionally designing our lives. And when you're not intentional, you're in the backseat with someone else driving you where they want you to go. Your mind starts creating all these false stories of, I don't have time. I'm too busy. I can't say no. I'm too tired. Sound familiar? Folding under the pressure and false beliefs, you give your power away and get farther and farther away from happiness and the life God wants for you. And I wonder, do you think that you'll magically wake up one day and feel satisfied with your life? Do you ever wonder if all the stress, lack of sleep, and unhealthy eating will make you sick or cause cancer? Do you ever worry that you won't make it to heaven? Imagine six months from now looking at yourself in the mirror, seeing darker circles under your eyes and more weight gain As your inner critic tells you, see, you're not good enough. Imagine, imagine doing life the same way for the next 12 months. And then your alarm goes off. You're so disappointed that one year later, you're still wondering, what's the point of my life? Will I ever feel at peace? And if you're fighting with your husband now and continue to fight over and over again, imagine a year from now dealing with a failed marriage. And I'm bringing this up because I've either lived it myself or I've seen it in my clients and in my community. And it doesn't have to be this way. What's the better way? The solution is to design your right ordered life of faith, family, and purpose. Now, why these three parts and in the order of faith, family, and purpose? These components are derived from our Christian faith, which tells us, number one, above all, The purpose of our life is to know, love, and serve God. And number two, if you're married and have children, you have the vocation of wife and mother. You're shaping immortal souls, and that has eternal consequence. Our home, our domestic church is our mission field, and we need to cultivate it so it bears fruit. And then number three, purpose. This is where you use your talents to complete the unique mission God has for you. Now, keep in mind, you can only go out into the world if the first two parts, faith and family, are bearing fruit. Trust me, I've tried to go out and do things in the world while my fields of faith and family were fallow or even burning. It doesn't work. And now, I want to be clear 
about something very important. Living the right-ordered life with faith first does not mean that the majority of the time you need to spend that time in prayer because you're not a cloistered nun. What it means is your relationship with God is most important. Knowing him, being in friendship with Jesus through prayer, scripture, and sacraments so he can heal your heart, transform your life, and give you so much life-giving grace. It means this framework guides your priorities, decisions, and daily life structure. And it means you have control, a healthy control, of living your best life and showing your kids that being happy in a meaningful life is possible. So we know this framework is right by faith, but you may be wondering, Stacy, what other evidence do you have for me that this leads to happiness? I'm glad you asked. Social science research backs up this framework. Dr. Arthur Brooks, a social scientist at Harvard, has done extensive studies and determined that there are three happiness habits. These habits are the formula for producing happiness, and they are faith or spirituality, family and friends, and meaningful work. Okay, I'll repeat that. It's faith or spirituality, family and friends, and meaningful work. So slight variations on the words, but it's the same thing as the right ordered life. And it's interesting because I came across Dr. Brooks's research after living the right ordered life for myself for just over a year. And I was thrilled to see how science and psychology intersect so beautifully with faith. Living the right ordered life is different. Your family, friends, and colleagues are likely not mapping out their lives this way. It's counter to the world, and even your primitive brain, which prompts you to do what feels good, have whatever you want, and always avoid suffering. Primitive brain constantly pushes the pleasure button, wanting you to eat, watch TV, spend money, scroll social media, something to get a a quick hit of payoff disguised as happiness. The right order of life requires discipline, focus, and effort, but it's so simple, my friend, and proven. When you live a right-ordered life, you can generate from the inside out all that you want to feel. Peace, rested, enough, filled up, loved, on purpose, joy, see beauty, have energy and motivation throughout the day. Such good stuff. Let me give you an example. Take my client, Erin. When Erin and I started working together, she had just been laid off from her high-paying corporate job. She felt so tired and guilty for missing so much time with her family while she worked in this job where she was unfulfilled for years. Walking with me through a step-by-step process, Erin recreated her life. And now, in her right-ordered life, Erin has deepened her communication with and trust in God, changed her home culture dramatically, got involved in her community, and started her own business, which is doing incredibly well. She makes choices according to her right order priorities, and she's so happy and at peace. This is possible for you, my friend. When I told Erin I would be mentioning her on this episode, she said, it's the truth. Everyone should know what's possible for them. I'll also give you me as an example. Remember earlier when I shared about putting my business money and proving my value first? My way, the disordered way didn't work. Over time, as I let go of my way, I felt stronger and stronger about the better way God was leading me to. And now 
as I live my right ordered life. And when I go off track, I recalibrate to my right ordered life. I am way more present and available for my family. I have clear growth in my faith and relationship with God. I schedule time with God each week on my calendar to honor him as number one. I am peacefully building this new business I love. It's my calling and it's all in God's time. I trust him and I am free. I am right ordered, grateful, and at peace. And I promise you, my friend, living and feeling this way is worth far more than anything the world has to offer. All right, my friend, I took the very slow, painful, hard way to the peace, joy, and freedom of the right ordered life. But I'm glad that's the road God took me down because now I can help you get the right ordered life in just weeks, not years, if at all. So if you want to connect with God, be happy at home and do meaningful work, I give you the roadmap and I walk with you every step of the way in my program, The Right Ordered Life. I would love to talk with you about it. I'll listen to understand and give you valuable insight. Go to stacysantiago.com and click the button on the top right. Or you can click the link in the show notes and grab a time that works for you. And by the way, if you've ever got a question you'd like to ask me or you want to share a thought, I'd love to hear it. I'm a real human. I respond personally on Facebook where you can find me at Stacy Santiago and send me a DM. I always look forward to hearing from listeners like you. So I look forward to seeing your name in my DMs soon. Coming up next week on the show, we're talking about the truth about time management. We're not going to talk about boring time management strategies. You can Google that. Instead, I'm going to show you how to get rid of your not enough time in the day problem and have peace without getting everything done on your to-do list. So go share the show with your friends and let them know that's coming up next week and invite them to tune in with you and learn how to connect with God, be happy at home and do meaningful work too. I'll see you back here next week, my friend. Until then, celebrate that you are one step closer to living your right ordered life.